Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello again, friends, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with our columnist, Scott Davis. 56-35, Clemson beat the Gamecocks Saturday night up at Memorial Stadium in Clemson, and the headline of Scott's new column is on Gamecock Central right now, and it is Serenity Now. Scott, how you doing today, bud? I'm doing well, Emerson. How are you? Hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. I think uh, Gamecock fans, you know, pretty optimistic about the loss because the Gamecock offense showed some real firepower against what was previously thought to be one of the top defenses in the country. So you have a guide this week for Gamecock fans and how to act moving forward. Yeah, well, first of all, it is kind of amazing. You're right. I think Gamecock fans do feel strangely good about this game. Jake Bentley had a kind of a career day. The Gamecocks hung 35 points on the board. Uh, Debo Samuel had a big evening in Clemson. And yet, at the end of the day, you look at it, it was just 2013 when South Carolina was coming off winning its fifth consecutive game against the Tigers. And now we, just a few short years later, are feeling pretty good about the fact that South Carolina only lost 56 to 35 to their arch rivals for the fifth straight year. So that kind of puts it into perspective. That being said, I do think um, there were some positives to take out of that football game to to build on moving forward. I, you know, you hope that eventually Will Muschamp, Traveris Robinson are going to figure out uh, how to fix this defense. And if they can, the Gamecocks have some things to uh, to build on as they look to the future. So you referenced a Seinfeld episode for your headline this week, Scott, Serenity Now. And I have to admit, I'm a big Seinfeld fan. I thought I had seen just about every Seinfeld episode, but I had not seen that particular episode. And you put the clip in your column this week. There's a link to YouTube to view a segment of the – or a portion of the Seinfeld clip that you're talking about. That's where Serenity Now comes mm -hmm. from. <laughs> yeah, Serenity Now, George's dad, if you watch the show, who was uh, always kind of a colorful figure on the show, had some anger issues and was told by someone anytime he felt the anger coming on just to scream out Serenity Now. So many of the other characters began to adopt it, too. The one that uh, the clip that's included in the column is one of Kramer attempting to <laughs> adopt that phrase as a way to, to quell the anger and frustration boiling up. And it kind of reminded me of where Gamecock fans probably find themselves today after a fifth mm. straight loss to the Clemson Tigers. But again, hope for the future. That's all you can, uh, you can go with after yet another loss to the Tigers. And so the Gamecocks will be saying serenity now to themselves for the next 365 days. <laughs> so you're right in your column this week, uh, questions Gamecocks should be asking ourselves. Number one, what are the things we cannot change and how do we respond to them? Number two, what are the things we can change and how do we go about changing them? And number three, how do we know the difference between the two? Yeah, there are things that, that can't be changed. Um, one is – 
history, tradition. South Carolina just doesn't have a lot of it right now. There's nothing anybody can do about that. You can't create history and tradition with the snap of your fingers. It's something that's got to be built over time, over the course of years. And uh, South Carolina had a blip of goodness under Steve Spurrier in the early part of this decade, but that's really about all that that they have uh, when it comes to tradition and history. Um, places like Clemson, unfortunately, particularly after what they've accomplished in the last five years, do have some tradition and history to sell. That's not something South Carolina is going to be able to do, at least right now. So I think in identifying the things that you can't change, it's not about wallowing in what you don't have or about uh, just spending time thinking about the negatives. It's really about just simply admitting the obvious and figuring out where you go from there. So if you're South Carolina and you're trying to figure out how you build a program, I think the first step is admitting what you don't have and then figuring out how to sell what you do have. All right, let's not focus on what we cannot change, although we will mention a few of them. Clemson plays a soft ACC schedule nearly every year. Can't change Mm -hmm. that. Clemson's sales pitch and their history, two national titles and a trophy case full of ACC championship trophies and the fact that competition Mm -hmm. will always be fierce in the SEC. Can't change those things. They're probably never going to change. So let's talk about what we can change, Scott. Number one, find new and more creative ways to recruit elite athletes. I think this is appropriately Mm -hmm. number one on the list. It's got to be because the only way you can build a program in college sports, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is, it's always about recruiting. You know, in the NFL and Major League Baseball in the NBA, just about everybody is starting at the same place. You all get to draft players. It's based on your one loss record. And pretty much everyone should have an opportunity at some point to be good. If they don't, it's simply because the organization is inept. In college sports, I mean, the deck is kind of stacked against certain teams who don't have a lot of tradition and history, and they don't have a story to sell. And that means that it makes it hard for them to recruit the athletes who can make a difference and and change the trajectory of their program. So South Carolina, we just admitted, does not have a tremendous history uh, or tradition to sell. So they got to figure out how to recruit difference-making athletes anyway. So I used an example of, um, you know, several years back, the book Moneyball was written about the Oakland A's who began to reel off division championship after division championship despite the fact that they had one of the lowest, if not the lowest, payrolls in Major League Baseball. And and at that particular time, um, it was very, very difficult to compete in Major League Baseball if you didn't have money, because there wasn't a lot of parity in that sport. And what the A's did was figure out what is everyone else missing? What are the types of players that can help us that no one else values? And they went out and got those players. And so South Carolina has to figure out what its competition is missing right now. You know, about 10 years ago, um, Some schools, unfortunately for us, Clemson being one of them, realized that social media was a tool that they could exploit to draw recruits to come play for them. It created an atmosphere of fun and excitement around the program, and it attracted a certain type of athlete. Well, now 
everyone is using social media. So the point isn't to go and copy what someone like Clemson or Alabama or whoever else has done. It's to figure out what the next thing is that no one else is doing. I think it's critical that South Carolina identifies a strategy for recruiting athletes going forward, and hopefully they'll get it figured out. Things we can change. Number two, the Gamecocks should play their best against the best competition. Yeah, this is kind of a complicated way of saying they need a signature win. They desperately need an earth-shaking, foundation-shaking win over uh, a high-quality opponent under Will Muschamp. We talked ad nauseum on this podcast about the fact that against ranked teams, uh, quote-unquote big games, however you want to term it, South Carolina's just been dreadful in the last few years, and they've got to figure out um, how to reel in one of those games that makes the college football world stand up and take notice. So part of that is, something they can't change they they may give their very best effort against a team like Alabama against a team like Clemson against a team like Georgia and still come up short so what can they change what is in their control well I think it starts with you know quite honestly coaching in those games as though their very lives depended on it when you look back at the big games that South Carolina's played the last few seasons whether it's against Georgia Clemson, whoever the case may be, would you really say to yourself, man, they really laid it all out on the field in that game and just came up short? You know, they really, really just opened up the playbook and gave it everything they had to get that W. I would not say that. And I think that if South Carolina is going to win one of these games or at least put themselves in a position to win one, that has to change. Number three, keep momentum moving in the right direction. And you talked about improvements that the administration, the athletic department is making to Williams-Brice. You talked about Mm -hmm. Justin King's hype videos, keep them rolling, and an aggressive social media campaign by the South Carolina Athletic Mm -hmm. Department, all things that have helped to create some momentum, and we just got to keep it moving in that direction. Well, there's no doubt. And those are all things that right now are just part of the cost of living in major college sports you know things like adding a dj things like creating these videos and and marketing them through social media those are things that at this point if you're not doing you're already behind the eight ball and yet we still seem to have a segment of our fan base who doesn't love this kind of stuff and i just would urge all gamecock fans to support any effort to innovate and to be creative in terms of how we market and sell our school because it's so crucial going forward in terms of attracting athletes. Mm. Yeah, if you're over the age of 40 or 45, you know, an aggressive social media campaign by the athletics department might not seem very important to you, but to younger generations, I can assure you it is. Recruits are impacted by what goes on on Twitter and other uh, social media outlets there, Scott. Mm-hmm. No doubt, and like I said, that's an area that that's just keeping up with the Joneses right there. Yeah, that's not yeah. staking a bold claim for the future, as I recommended that they do in the early part of the section of this column. This is just stuff they've got to do to keep up with the times and, and really just kind of stay on the block in the SEC. So surely those are things that our fans need to embrace. All right. In the meantime, serenity now for Gamecock fans until South Carolina can find ways 
to improve the football program. Akron coming up on Saturday, Scott, and then hopefully a bowl game in the offing as well for South Carolina. Yeah, I think it's it's important to finish off this season strong. You want to win this Akron game. You want to do it convincingly at home. I don't know how many fans are going to be at Williams-Bryce Stadium, but hopefully the ones who are there are going to have a good time and make some noise and send off the players on a celebratory note, and then whatever bowl game you find yourself in, you need to win it. I know that it may not seem important to win the Liberty Bowl or whatever bowl the Gamecocks end up being in, but it is. They need to finish the season on a uh, on a high note, and uh, if they can do that, there's a little bit of momentum leading into the 2019 season. I think, as we talked about before, I think eventually Will Muschamp's going to find a way to get the defense fixed at South Carolina. And so if you see signs of life on offense, and we really have here in the second half of this season, you still have a lot of pieces probably coming back next season. So there's there's reason for optimism, but it all starts with finishing strong here in this last game. Serenity Now is the headline of Scott Davis's column that's on the website right now. This podcast accompanies his column each week, and we hope you'll read it in its entirety. Scott Davis, thanks very much. Keep your chin up, brother. <laughs> you got it, Emerson. You do the same, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, that's my man Scott Davis, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for being with us. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.